uh, Japan Nick. I've got uh, Sam and Mike from Condition Critical in the house right now. Yeah. What's up? Since they've last been on the show, they took a trip down to Florida to record their debut album. Tell me, how has your band changed since that trip? Let's speak about that trip down to uh, Florida for your uh, recording of the album. Well, we drove straight down there 20 hours and drove straight 20 hours back afterwards. It was pretty awesome, though. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. We, we went down there, had like a nice little motel going on. And it was like, a great time. Went the to days the we had off, the two or three days we all had off together was great. Yeah. Spent probably oh. spent three weeks in Florida, spent one day on the beach. Yeah. I almost there. broke my neck on the beach. Oh, yeah. You know, Sam had good. a nice, uh, almost had a nice injury. But <laughs> We were like in the water, and Ryan and Mike, I was like, dude, let's do this. They picked me up and were like going to flip me back, and I like kind of fell and landed on my neck, which wasn't uh, very good. But Yeah, he tried to do some out. sort of a double backflip with it. I ended up about like neck deep in sand underwater. <laughs> wow! Sam, but no, I, Sam in the sand. Yeah, Sam sand. Yeah, it was a really, it was really cool to go down there and record an album. You know, I've never done that before. Yeah. And uh, you know, we, we did some. Yeah, cool it was things. great. Just a whole bunch of crazy yeah. stuff. We we, we have a lot of footage of it that yeah. will be up at some point. Yeah, when we find time to edit it and yeah. all that and take out the nudity. Definitely, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> definitely an adventure. What part of Florida were you in to record the album? St. Petersburg. Yeah. It's like about a half hour outside of Tampa. Where was Chuck Schuldner, um really popular in Florida? I think, think the Tampa area. What was the studio? Morrisound? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Morrisound yeah. Studios? Our, um, our sound engineer was going on about that. He really like yeah. was saying how the sound that you can get out of there just... Yeah, that, I loved the, the all the records that came out of that place. Pretty sure Chuck was like in the Tampa area. Uh, maybe mm. I'm wrong. But I think he was. Yeah. I see. Like, just wondering, if you were ever going to relocate to Florida, what part of Florida would you uh, want to go to? I would say the Tampa area, because that's where the well, metal scene's at. But. Mm-hmm. Anyways, like, did you get to visit to any, like, historical, like, death metal spots in Florida? No, I wish we had more time to do that. That would have been really cool. We were um, actually, the day of us leaving we had already bought tickets for mayhem fest see slayer yeah. and slayer anthrax and motorhead. motorhead we were going we uh ended up selling our tickets that day it was the second day it was monday in the studio it was like our first or second day and cannibal course was playing at, yeah uh, what was it was that? a summer slaughter tour summer slaughter a, tour they were playing like, in tampa rob is on the line and he wants to know when the album's coming out when's the album coming out yeah when's the album coming out <sighs> look pressure. for it out about April, April, huh? Four twenty, hopefully. Now, yeah, April we're thinking. We're thinking like late winter, early yeah, spring. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like promotional or track. Late, win- late winter. Promotional yeah. track would be coming out like March, middle, beginning of March. Well, I don't actually. Hopefully album coming we might, out we might have. April. Hopefully, like another track up earlier than that. Yeah, I'm hoping. Like one, one track well, maybe I mean, released. Much, yeah, within two months beforehand. Yeah, oh, yeah I, I'm assuming late December, maybe July, or. January. Wait, what is it? Okay, oh, okay, man. Talk to you soon, bro. Um, Rob said you guys need to hook up sometime and do a show. Soon. Awesome. Who, which yeah, Rob is who this? Is that? Wait, which um, Rob? This is Zamboni Rob, right? Oh, Rob Orr? Yeah, yeah. Oh, awesome. Oh, right. <laughs> I was yeah, like, okay, so I know a lot of guys named Rob. We'll give um, Zamboni. We'll to you guys. Talk to you soon, bro. We'll definitely play with them again. That that will be an experience I will never forget. Yeah. They got to have Bill friends. Cosby come up and do vocals. All right, so now we've had... Four callers, first question. Is this yeah. your beef? Yeah. You, yes. Yeah, it is my, right. it's my jerky. All right, you're Now, jerk. like, if you had time to, like, plot out maybe, like, a little mini vacation in Florida just to see some historical spots, what do you think you would have liked to see? Hmm. I would have liked to actually go to Tampa. I mean, I've been to Florida, but this was, that was the first time we've actually been to – I've actually been to that side of Florida. I've never yeah. even – Came. What was that? The West Coast. Yeah, it was right off, right off the Gulf of Mexico. Yeah, actually. Yeah, yeah. Oh wow! Actually, the Gulf of Mexico. Like you'd think, like we were oh, swimming basically. Yeah, we did swim in the Gulf yeah. of Mexico. It was soupy and warm. It felt like I was swimming in piss. So like. So you could tell it was Mexico. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> maybe not. Like I, at least the beaches didn't have syringes on it though. Like, yeah. like, in, like in New Jersey. I know it's not. We were hoping. It's not, like a nice surprise. No. It is. Yeah, it is. Not like home. But what are you gonna do about it? Um, <laughs> 
Well, what you, you, you got to make it like home. Yeah. yeah. That's what you got to do. Yeah. You do. We should have wrecked the beach. Mm-hmm. We did. We did wreck the beach. <laughs> <laughs> now, like, while you were down there, you got an interview with an Alabama radio station. Yeah. Tell me about it. It was on our way back from Florida. We took a, a seven-hour detour. To get, <laughs> a sweaty seven-hour Oh, yeah, detour. that was the worst ride. Actually, that, that seven-hour ride was worse than the 20-hour ride on our way because, like, Alonzo <laughs> was snoring the whole time right next to me, and, like, I don't know, my back was killing me. Like, like just everyone, the same spot. Everyone had had room in the car, but Alonzo chose to sit in the center, and he was piled under... Pounds of weight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he had like a mini guitar amp on top of him, and like. <laughs> but he, he enjoyed it. He enjoyed it. Yeah, he enjoyed himself. Yeah, but it yeah, was that, in uh, Daleville, Alabama. Yeah, D- Daleville, Alabama. It, it was kind of funny because about what was it like ten or twelve hours before we arrived, a block or two before where we had to do the interview at a strip club was shot up by a yeah. guy who got kicked out, came back drunk with a gun or two. Shot up the strip club. Or the, three or four. The night before. The condition got <laughs> critical only had two before we even got there. Yeah. But, like, uh, but yeah, no, it was actually, it was pretty cool, though, because um, we weren't, we weren't, like, um, we didn't I, didn't, I didn't expect us to have an interview on the way back, and then Sean kind of told us, like, hey, by the way, radio interview on the way back. Like, yeah. Okay. We had, we finished up the album in, like, two weeks, and we had a few extra days left anyway, yeah. so we were kind of on time and, yeah, like, had we a little were. more time. And uh, they were, um, it was really cool. Got some nice southern hospitality, ate some meatloaf. Uh, stereotypically, yeah. it was in an Alabama trailer park. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Keep going. It's but, good. Yeah, like, we were chilling there, drinking some beers, hanging out, just talking with the guy. They were, they were cool. Our manager and record label guy, Sean, he, um, he's been talking to uh, the people that did our yeah. radio stuff so they're for called like brutiful, about a year now. Right? A year. A year, huh? A year now. Mm. And they're called Brutiful. Like, that was the first time we actually all hung mm. out. And yeah. they, they were big fans of us, and it was just like, I don't know, they welcomed yeah. us into their home. It was nice. It was really cool. I had my exhorter hat on and when beer. I walked in, and yeah. the, guy, the, the guy was just like, Oh hell yeah, man! I love Exhorter. He had this awesome Southern accent. It was funny <laughs> as hell. Like he, they were really cool people. Yeah, yeah. So he was just telling me some really cool stories about Exhorter that I probably never would have heard. Who did he say yeah. got into a fight? Am All I right. Am I? All you guys. Yeah. So like, what part of Alabama was this? Daleville. Daleville, Alabama. Talking about the Talking about the dangle rattlesnake venom. What's up? Anyway, sorry, Londo. No English, see us. How did this get recorded? Was this like um, in a studio in Alabama, or um, tell me the uh, setup? Just like oh, in the no, trailer was, park or something? Yeah, it was just off <laughs> well, his. I mean, it, it, <laughs> it seems was. like it's just like it's like a tent in the backyard with like a fire and like hundreds of dogs. Now, like, what were some of the major topics covered in this Alabama interview? It's about the setup, too. By the way, it's uh, <laughs> it was like it was a pretty like decent house. Like it was. And they, we just like uh, ended up just doing the interview in the kitchen and yeah, like yeah it was like it was off of his and laptop and yeah. and it was an online radio show so yeah, yeah, yeah. it was but cool it, it was pretty cool like, like they're, um, they're really good people so yes. what did I just ask myself some of the major topics covered oh yeah that was uh we we were on our way back from Florida so you know we yeah we talked about recording the album a lot we talked about our escapades in Florida which uh you'll probably hear more about yeah it was real cool stuff you know. Like definitely talked about like like um, shows we were playing and stuff too. Yeah, and all the recent stuff that basically what we went through for the past two weeks, along with the demo, because that's where they had heard us from. So they yeah. wanted to find out information about where, what about the demo and stuff like that. Yeah, like when we signed with our record label, like stuff like that. Sean's correct. Now let's speak about the album then. Tell me, like, who mixed it, mastered it, and produced it? Okay, all right, so this oh, guy I, named Brian Elliott. Yeah, a god himself. Yeah, he was really good. Like, I saw him working on the computer with our, like, the sound files and stuff, and I was like, he was so fast and magical He would probably touch the mouse once every two hours because he knew, like, he was just so into what he yeah, did. He, he just helped us out with, like, parts here and there. Like, I'm saying, I don't know how much so... I think we more produced it ourselves more than anything, but he... Definitely threw in some good pointers oh, of what we should do. He was like, so helpful. Like, yeah, pretty much we recorded at Mana Studios in Florida, which uh, Eric Rutten owns. Yeah, like uh, from the, a Mormon from Angel and um, 
Hate Eternal. Yeah, Hate Eternal and Ripping Corpse. But yeah, we recorded at Mana Studios with uh, Eric Rutten owns it, and some really cool bands recorded there recently, like Cannibal Corpse, yeah. Goat Whore, and uh, Agnostic Front, and Exhumed. Yeah. And uh, Madball. Oh yeah, Madball. Madball. Brian knew what he was doing so well. That's it was definitely worth the trip and worth the money and everything because he he had some really good suggestions too. You know, when we were actually like playing, like he he might be like, oh well, how about you play this riff this way? You know, it might sound a little better. And we're yeah. just like, oh really? Or maybe okay, add a little actually thing did. Here. He'd add a little flair to some of the parts. He sometimes. actually played all the instruments on our album. Yeah, he played drums, play a bass, a guitar, thing. and vocals. Yeah, actually, it was a Brian Elliott. Recording. Yeah. He just recorded That's everything. That's our new band name. It's just yeah. Brian. Actually, Elliot. I don't even play guitar, so I don't know why I'm here. Yeah. Uh, Did you get to be on the cover art at least? No. Um, he's on the back. Yeah. 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 No, I'm, I'm on the back, back doing a little, back. doing a little dance, a little dab do, man. Doing a crab walk or two. Yeah. Yes. What inspired you to quit <laughs> guitar and take up a life of ripping apples in half? Um, actually, it didn't start with the apple ripping. Well, I've always been a uh, a ripper of apples, you know. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah, yeah. always like, actually, the drummer from my old band, Cerebral Decay, not the one that called in, but the old drummer from Cerebral Decay, showed me how to rip apples in high school, and it's a, it's a gift I never let go, and it helped me make friends even a couple of times. Just sitting down and out on the streets, saying, "Hey, you want to see me rip an apple in half?" Nope, because nobody's uh, gonna mess with you if you could rip a. Yeah, rip so it was just like you know, one day I decided, oh, I'm gonna stop playing guitar, quit condition critical, drop out of school, and become a mime. <laughs> Right, I was gonna start a traveling mime quartet, and you know that didn't really work out. Like, we were amazing at the mimeage. It, people just really didn't appreciate it. We brought miming back, but only for you can only mime for so long. So I decided, yeah. decided yeah. I'm just gonna just gonna start ripping apples instead. Tell me about the songs on the album. What was the easiest to get through? Top three for you guys. Easiest Probably. to get through. Surgical malpractice. Yeah, that was like one of the, that's the first song everyone basically did because it's like. It kind of warmed you up, but it was also a little, like, there. It was, like, quick, too, but I'd say the easiest had to have been, uh... Actually, the easiest that we play live were actually the hardest to record on the album. Yeah, that's weird. It was weird. Sector 16 and Shock Therapy, yeah. I think, are the two more simple songs on the album. Yeah. Alonzo wrote those, and, like... Because <laughs> Alonzo's simple, right? But, uh... <laughs> Explain. So, like, we, we play those live, and they're easy to play... Right, but um, when we're recording the album, they were actually really like annoying to record yeah. sometimes because the the place never in your like, I don't know. I can't even explain it. It was a real mind. It was the riff you wrote, Mike. Yeah, was the, it the bass riff in Sector Sixteen? Oh yeah, that was like one of like the easiest thing to play live was the yeah. hardest thing to record. It's just like because like, a lot of string noise. There's a lot of string noise because it's all that riffs all like pull offs, and I was just like, oh, what the <gasps> hell? Chuck from Trenton on the line. Um, what bands do you guys like to cover? Alright, I'll so, tell you right now. Yeah, let's do what it. I'm wearing Demolition Hammer. 44 caliber brain surgery. We played that. Yeah, l like listen in. Right now, they're answering it. Yeah, listen we, in, Chuck. We covered what? Another 44 lesson caliber. In a uh, lesson in violence. A lesson in violence by Exodus. Yeah. And I did vocals on that. Oh, uh, they say Demolition Hammer, oh. but also they're answering the question too. Over the over the wall. Oh, over the wall? The testament? Okay, like, thanks for calling Appreciate All right. It. Guess we're not answering. Yeah. No, but like when we covered over Wait. the wall, over, when we covered over the, <laughs> when we covered over the wall by Testament, that was actually before I joined the band, and um, it was the first couple shows we did at the Meat Locker. Yeah. They had me, Sam Agnew, do guest vocals on the song. Our first show, we actually played under Sam's band. Midian, yeah. Is, and then Sam Midian broke up, and I joined Condition Critical. But um yeah we also we also did post mortem by Slayer. Oh yeah yeah. I feel like there was one more. Did we did we miss anything or lesson no, in violence? No, I think that's it. 44. That's it. You know, Tyler from Cerebral Decay did guest vocals on 44 caliber and he looked like a muppet when he was on stage. It was awesome. What were some really easy things to get through on the album? Yes. Um some of the harder songs. Actually, what was the easiest on the album to record? Random probably. Really? I I would disagree with that. For guitar, at least, because those riffs have lots of uh, Actually, intricate picking. Was the yeah, surgical was definitely the easiest. Everything just flowed well. We never really, 
we're I mean there was some parts where we were stuck yeah like each one of us had that that part in one of the songs where it took more than just one shot but and even if got, you wrote the song you know yeah and it's just like you know recording puts your playing under a microscope so yeah. much so you, you know, don't even realize yeah. like, how like precise you have to be like I don't know it, it kind of changes that part in a way but it's just to make it fit yeah, you know, like, I, I definitely grew a lot as a musician from recording the album, just because, like, certain parts I'd hear, like, wow, the way I played that maybe isn't the best way to go about doing it. Like, I actually had to think about the way my fingers were moving on the guitar instead of just doing it, you know, to get, like, maybe least amount of string noise from it, or, like, you know, maybe, like, I don't know, it's just, um, definitely learn a lot about yeah. the way you play from recording. It was really cool. Now, is this the first album of studio material you've worked on, Sam? Uh, yes. Yes, it's the first full-length album I've worked on. Have you worked on uh, singles and EPs and stuff in the past? Yeah. Or is this... Okay. Yeah, I've done, like, little things. Nothing big like this. But I know Mike and Ryan were in a band called Strychnia. Yeah, they recorded we were in album. a band, Strychnia. We recorded a, uh, a album. It came out in 2010, but we were in there halfway, 2009, and then we finished the rest in 2010. And then, and then we recorded our demo there at the same place where we did the Strychnia album. And then this album is what I've done. Now, is Strychnia still um, a band? or They're no? actually starting... They've, like... They reformed? Reformed yeah. somewhat. That's what I've been hearing. Yeah, they got back together without Mike and Ryan. Yeah. I'm looking forward to hearing the yeah, new stuff they do. Yeah, kind of want to hear their new stuff, so it'll be cool to hear, like, what the change is and, like, what's different about, like, three different people in it now, so it probably gives a lot of, influ like, different influences to the writing, so it'll I think be interesting to hear. Dave's in that, in that band now, right? <laughs> yeah. Dave Hewson... Our original guitarist. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I've what? Our original guitarist in Condition Critical is now in Strychnia, our old band. That's yeah. It's funny how it goes. Dude, I hope we get to play some shows with them. Yeah. Pretty sick. With, like, Sam in the band now, would you say, like, you got to change any of the arrangements of, like, the songs on the Bread to Kill oh, EP? Completely. Like, what do you mean? Like, new, write newer material opposed to that? Like, you're saying... Um, switch up, I guess, how the songs are. Yeah, I mean, like, we tried to get, like, go for, like, the same kind of sound, but it ended up being something, like, a lot, well, I don't want to say a lot different, but it was, like, we all love every song on the album, and it just sounds like we've improved from the demo. So, yeah, it's just, like, we've all, like, put in our two cents to writing and everything, and yeah. it just comes, like, we're, like, a great team now. It's, it's... Like, still the same style yeah same and style but it's more technical and in your face more it's more aggressive too yeah. and definitely like i mean because when i was joining condition critical the reason i was excited is because that was the exact kind of music i wanted to play because the stuff i would write i felt fit in pretty well with the stuff condition critical was going for so it like fits perfectly like a glove like a used what were the condom. most enjoyable tracks for each of you to record <laughs> Enjoyable, huh? Actually, the hardest song for me, by the way, go back to that, was Gravitational Dismemberment. If anybody out there could spell that. But it was good, though. It was just tricky. I had some tricky... Oh, you, you know what song was the easiest? What? Dr. Critical. Oh, yeah. I it's I so easy, I, I forgot, forgot we even I played it. I forgot that song. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was easiest. That will be our... Uh, about our um, I guess mascot. mascot, I guess you could say. Whatever Ed Repka gives us, that's yeah, our fucking... That's, that's yeah. our mascot. Yeah. It could be a fish with knives as gills and hands, but who knows? Oh, yeah. The now, fish. There's a bone right here. What was the idea that Stem. you gave Ed Repka for the artwork on your album? Oh, uh, we're going to... Hopefully, if he does it, if he doesn't... If he actually able. doesn't and doesn't yeah. run away with our money, <laughs> yeah, he, we were, we're hoping... To have a giant squirrel ripping apples. No. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to have a, an evil scientist on the album performing a really messed up surgical experiment. With no buildings in the background. No buildings no in the background. There's a goddamn building in there, I swear. You it's going to be inside of a building, but yeah. if there's a building inside of a building, I'm going to freak out. What about with evil squirrels, no, though? Because you, know, you notice, that, like... All right, I get it. Maybe that. that but. but you notice, like, a lot of Ed Repka album art, as much as I love it, he's, like, my favorite artist for metal... Like, a lot of it has, like, a, a character in the foreground and an apocalyptic scene with a building in the background. Yeah, some sort of, like, destruction in the background. It, it looks awesome, but I think we want something a little bit different than that. So if we're, if we're, if he draws, like, a window in the surgical room with a building outside, <laughs> outside the, window, the window, I think we're going to be like, hey, 
please, like, hey, hey, please hey. take that out. I know you wanted this there, but no, no, no. But no, um, and also we're gonna hopefully this is our idea. We'll have like the CD fold out like front to back, like one long picture, and on the back cover, off to the side, I'll have the band members in a waiting room. Yeah, we'll be like laying on stretchers of some sort, and then like eager to like be next, like to be decapitated. Yeah, by the guy is hopefully gonna have like. Some crazy. He's gonna look with crazy, like, like the Edward Scissorhands kind of shit, yeah, like maybe. for hands, like hopefully, now, or even banana hands, one or the other. <laughs> go with banana scarier. hands. That's the smarter thing to do. Would you ever imagine yourselves being able to uh, play anywhere's in Germany? That would be awesome. That I I would love to do that. A lot of those German thrash bands are huge influence on us, so you know that that'd be really cool. Play one of the, like yeah, some of those festivals yeah. out there. That's where it's at. There in South America. Yeah, that's where we want to be. Like hopefully soon. So. Maybe once this album blossoms, we could slither on over there. Tell me about this uh, upcoming show with Morbid Saint in Philly. Like, first off, how many times have you played with Morbid Saint? Uh, this, this will be our second time. Second time. Yeah. First time was at the Barbary in yeah. Philadelphia. That this was time. That was their first show back, pretty much, besides yeah. what they did in their hometown. So I think they they were really excited to be able to play, like, somewhere far away like that, for, for them at least, like, come out to Philly and... I think but, they were um, just excited to have a bunch of people. This upcoming still in show them. will be in uh, at O'Reilly's Pub in Philadelphia, and we'll be playing with Infiltrator, Coffin Dust, Casket, Sacrificial Blood, and of course, more Condition Saint. Critical and Morbid yeah, Saint. We will be playing with Condition Critical. And uh, yeah, it's Infiltrator's first show, I think, right? It's all ages to drink. I mean, all ages 21, <laughs> 21 <laughs> that would be to awesome. drink. It's 21 all ages to drink. drink, 21 to enter. Yeah, you could be three years <laughs> old and have a Heineken. <laughs> a Weineken. So if you want to come on by, have a hot dog and a Hummer, you will be more than <laughs> welcome to see you there. I think uh, Condition Critical has a lot more intense riffage. Yeah, I think. Definitely. Oh, well, what makes you guys different from, say, Warbringer? Uh, okay. I think, I think we we're just a, have our... Yeah, we're... We have that East Coast yeah, sound. Like, like yeah, we, we're... I think we're um, more aggressive than most yeah. of the new wave thrash bands. Are you going for, bands. like, more of, like, a death thrash... Yes, yes, exactly. Yes, we're going like bands like, like we're Demolition still Hammer, the thrash Solstice. Sound. We'll never. Yeah. We'll always we'll, be a thrash yeah, band. We'll always yeah. be a thrash but band, but we just like the aggressive like Demolition yeah. Hammer for in your Solstice, face, like, like yeah, malevolent creation, yeah. early stuff, like like kill your family <laughs> and rape your no, dog. We, we definitely. Um, I personally think that there's not enough. Like a lot of the newer thrash bands are really good, like you know Havoc and Lich King and Warbringer, mm. but I think there aren't enough bands with that like really aggressive sound. You know, they all kind of have the Bay Area sound, except Warbringer is what the one that comes closest to that kind of sound, you know? Yeah. So yeah, they're waking into nightmare. Album. Yeah. Yeah. That was amazing. It's but like, um, that was like between where they rose and decline. Kind of. What? Yeah. No, that was, um, definitely a good album. And, uh, we really go for that like late eighties, early nineties, death thrash kind of sound. Yeah. Whereas most of the new modern bands go for like a kind of the Bay area thrash sound, like mm. old school Exodus and some violence, which I think is also really cool. But now how did the relationship with morbid Saint develop? Um, well, me and Keith from Fallout Zine were talking about, like, what bands would be really cool to book in Philly. And uh, a couple of times we mentioned, like, you know, Morbid Saint, like Whiplash, like other bands like Razor. But, like, and then Keith actually just, like, posted on their Facebook, like, hey, would you guys want to come out and play in Philly? And they responded, like, immediately. It was just like, yes. Hmm. And it actually happened, which is it cool. It looks as so. if they're always into doing shows where they've been. Yeah. Like, and I've seen people say, like, come do shows and... Los Angeles or something like that to say, mm. talk to your promoter and yeah. they will like so yeah yeah and like, where uh, they're wanted I'm sure they'll come so. I yeah I added like some of the guys on Morbid from Morbid Saint on Facebook and um yeah. they were just randomly like oh dude I like Condition Critical uh, so like like I think Patrick I added Lind, yeah and Jay Visser yeah, and, uh, yeah, yeah. I added them and he was just like oh dude sick I'm looking forward to playing with you guys and I was just like what wow. the guys from Morbid Saint are looking forward to playing with us that's crazy about this show coming up. No, the last one, uh, like before they even saw us really? or anything. Yeah, yeah, because I guess, you know, when when they found out they were playing with us, they probably mm. checked us out or something. But, um, you know, actually, um, they played at Maryland Death Fest, too, which was really cool. They played all of Spectrum of Death. And uh, I ran into them there, and yeah. I hung out with them for a good couple hours after the show. They're really cool guys. Now, yeah. are you guys expecting any, um, any more shows beyond the Philly one with uh, Morbid Saint this year? Uh I personally yeah. think it would be cool if we could get on the New York show they're doing too, but I'm not sure who's putting that on. Yeah, um, we just 
We should be playing whatever comes in that we think is yeah. beneficial yeah. to us playing. Like we just played two. Well, we put, we were supposed to play two back to back shows with Bonded by Blood. We played two weeks ago, but but yeah, we played in the at the Blue Room with Bonded by Blood recently. You know? Now, I can hear them mumbling. They're back. Okay, now this is WMSC 90.3 with Condition Critical. Is it really? For realsies. Really? Did you for realsies. say for realsies? That's embarrassing. No, I'm just kidding. Now, you played Lich King's release party in Massachusetts on September 28th. Yes. How well was the crowd reception for you guys? And when do you expect to play more shows with Lich King? With that show in Philly with uh, Coffin Dust, Casket, Infiltrator... Um, Sacrificial Blood. Yeah, those guys are cool. Can you give me some descriptions about how each of those bands are? We've only played with we, Sacrificial We played with Blood. Sacrificial Blood. They're pretty cool. They're like old school, uh, dirty. Like, I'm not uh, sure. I don't think we've played with... Besides Morbid Saint, I don't think yeah, we've played with We haven't with played with the other bands. But, I mean, Coffin Dust are a good local Philly band. They're pretty cool. They're yeah. Like death metal kind of stuff. They're They're really cool. Uh, Infiltrator's actually really sick. Um, yeah. I heard heard like a song. That will be their first show, so everyone yeah. should check them out too. I, I'm d- I'm definitely jealous of them. Their first shows at Morbid Saint, but uh, they're they're really sick. I'd recommend checking them out. Like uh, I I liked what I heard. It's really old school sounding stuff, but it's not it's not like crappy sounding in any way. Like it sounds like it's really good good mm. stuff. I'm looking mm. forward to seeing what those guys sound like live for sure. Alrighty then now. About the Lich King show, though. You yeah. guys played with um, Sonic Pulse. Yeah. Yeah. Zombie Those guys are funny. And Sonic Pulse and Lich King. Those. And Smash Potato. Oh, yeah. Smash, Smash Potato. They were They're really all energetic. That was a really good Hello? show. That was probably a... I enjoyed every band on there. Yeah. Yeah. Smash Potato. Yeah, Those sure. Guys what's your name and fast. what's the question? Yo, Mike the Bassist. Yes. Why do you always wear sweatpants when you play? I think they're basketball <laughs> shorts. Be honest Why with us. Why do I always wear sweatpants while I play? Yeah, Why do man. I have tell a, us what's up, man. Why do I, I have think a they got the wrong bass player because I know which yeah. one wears sweatpants every show. <laughs> <laughs> um, they're laughing. About oh, it. oh. <laughs> I think uh, he should ask his bass player about that. Yeah, I think you yeah, guys should ask your bass player. I think you should ask your bass player about <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, I think whoever yeah. called, whoever from Midnight Hellion just called. <laughs> and Midnight yeah. Hellion, I know it's a build. Uh, thank you, Midnight Hellion, for calling. <laughs> and uh, stay tuned for more of the uh, WMSC Condition Critical interview. Stay heavy. Ah oh, man, I love Bill Drip's beard. You gotta check Some them wizard out. Too. Beard. Sick, yeah, Midnight too. Hellions really, real really sick. good, dude. They're, They're really just sick. Came from a tour, actually. They just. Yeah, man, they toured around New Zealand. Yeah, New Zealand. Wow. No, I was just no, kidding. No, no, no. I just... The look on your face was like, oh, like, wow, oh, that's cool. No, Jesus I, Christ. But why would anybody tour around New Zealand? Uh, I don't know, man. I think you just made Domino's that country. Pizza, what do you want? Yeah. No. <laughs> Mortal Sin would tour around there, right? They're from Paul Australia. Asking you guys, Paul, what huh? is this question? <laughs> Tell us about this Lich King show in Massachusetts. It was really sick, you know. Um, yeah. our, the crowd reception was great. You know, they have a nice little scene up there in uh, Western Massachusetts. I think it's Western Massachusetts. <laughs> but uh, but no, it was actually it was really cool to see Lich King again. Like I haven't seen yeah. them in a couple. That was of years. my first time, and I well, I had already listened to their stuff and became a fan. But I was even more of a fan yeah. once I saw them. They're they're great. I saw them when uh, Cerebral Decay played with them like two years ago in Philly, and uh, it was really cool stuff. But this time they, you know, they they definitely stepped it up a notch. You know, their live sound. They were really really tight. All the bands yeah. that night, every single band was really tight. Yeah, and um, that was a great show they put yeah. together. They it, put it together actually. Yeah, it was their CD release so. show, their fourth album. You know, definitely Lich King's a band worth checking out. They're one of yeah. the new bands that actually has some really good riffage. We'll love to play with them again. Yeah, we will play with them again. That's n- no doubt about that. Check out their new album, Born of the Bomb. It's, yeah. It's a pretty sick, man. Yeah, it is. Now, have you been approached about going out and being a part of any festivals next spring? Actually, none of the none of the huge ones, like no Maryland Death Fest, which I, I wish we could do. But um, Yeah. Hello? Oh, my God. <laughs> Another call. <laughs> Forget about that question. No uh, one will know. The <laughs> There's another question. Tell them no. Yo, Lexington Steel called and they want their style back. Oh. Did I get it right okay. yet? <laughs> he said file earlier. I thought they want their file back. Yeah, what about their file? Well, I guess that was Nick's bad. <laughs> Whoops. He misheard. 
Oh. Well, they're never going to get it back. Yeah. The file or the style. Yeah, well, mainly the file. Yeah, We're keeping yeah, that. They can have their the style. File. We're going to keep the file. Yeah. You know, I'm going to put it on my hard drive. <laughs> but anyways, though. J-O later. Have you thought about even, like, um, <laughs> something like, say, the New Jersey Death Fest or something of that nature? Yeah, that'd be pretty cool. They have, they have some... They have a pretty good lineup this year. I think uh, Gorgasm's playing and Ghoul and Deceased and, and Yeah, that's the only place to phobia. see Ghoul now because they dropped off that St. Vitus show. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm, I'm glad I got to see them. They in, played at, uh, what was that? Was that recent? The Starland? It was Municipal Waste and Ghoul. And Guar. And Guar. Yeah, that was, Guar. Like, yeah, that was, yeah, that was yeah, in yeah. March. March, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I saw them at Maryland Death Fest and they were really sick. So they yeah. definitely have a lot of energy. Ghoul. And they did a Louis Armstrong cover, so... You can't Ooh. deny that. What a wonderful world. Ooh. Cool, man. Let's get honkled. But, uh... <laughs> yeah. But, now no, like, the, the festival, um... <laughs> actually, <laughs> those guys from Alabama we were talking about earlier, I think, uh, Brutiful, right? They put on their own festival every, uh... I think early yeah. summer, right? They do that. With a uh, bunch of local bands They said They support Yeah they, they were thinking about Asking us to go down to Alabama To play their festival But I mean we didn't Talk to them about that Since we've Been there for the interview And uh, I don't think they're They have it planned out yet But Might wind up doing that So that'd be cool Now what is the most Western show you guys played Cause you played Western. Wait actually Do you get to play Anywhere in Florida No No We, no. Were, we were thinking that, Like just thinking crazy if maybe we would get like maybe play a show on the way home or feel play one there while we were there, but yeah, I uh, never came we just, across. We could we couldn't have planned it out it. far enough in advance, you know. Like we didn't yeah. we didn't have time to actually plan out a show, mm. and, like yeah. make it work. Should have though, would have been cool. Now, what types of what types of life experiences do each of you hope to have in the next twelve months to better groom you as artists? Life experiences. Oh man, this is deep. Yeah. Don't know if I can handle that. This this is a really I'm moist one. Jerky, That'll <laughs> help you. It well, makes this question just made me moist. Kinda. Yeah. I think I'm pregnant, so yeah. that's a life experience. Have an abortion. I might give bor birth. I said birth. Hello, what's Take up? Take it easy WMSC. on the seltzer. You gotta drive later. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's just oh, the it's snake. The snake. It's the snake. He slithered his Joshua, way. Joshua, the yeah. snake. He slithered onto the radio station. Everyone should check out Threshold too. Threshold. That's, that's the drummer that's calling right now. Yeah. I, I, what if it's a different Josh from Galaxy? It's an actual he, snake. This that is drums. for Sam. He says, "How does you you get your mustache like that?" He's uh, an admirer of your mustache. Um, you know, I, I I drink mustache juice, and I got some lessons from Super Mario. He's been helping nice. me out a lot. You know, get the one up. You know, and Mario stuff. was a plumber, right? Yeah, dude. I yeah, I know, but I I don't discriminate. Do you against think Mario anybody. was like a crooked, sleazy plumber? I Probably. Think what do you think, dude? He does. He does shrooms. Yo, and he'd he always be like stomping on people's heads and stuff too. What a, what he just asshole. messed up. I think he's tripping. He's stepping on mushrooms half the day and crawling to sh cesspools with pipes. Oh, and, and he shit. also is like, like he's breaking into castles sewage. and beating up dragons and stuff like that. Named There's Bowser. a hot blonde in the end, though. Yeah, and she's uh, she's banging Bowser. You know that? Yeah. She, she wants that dino. She dick. had sex with dinosaurs. And <laughs> yeah. Who wouldn't do that? Yeah. But nah, yeah, that's where I get my mustache tips from. All from Mario. Yeah. Yo. But anyways, though, about these life experiences, what do you hope to have that, like, you'll really learn something to better, like... As a musician? Yeah. I've been trying to jam with people a lot lately. Like, jam more like just random people I meet that play instruments. I've been trying to, like, you know, kind of incorporate other styles into, like... Maybe not my writing, but like just my playing, so I can kind of broaden my horizons, yes, right? Exactly. So you can, uh, you know, because you can't just stick to one little circle of playing. Like, a I'd have to agree. No, yeah, same. Sam, how do you feel about palm muting? Palm muting? I mean, we don't I actually like it. we don't palm mute. It's all I don't even have. Up. I don't have a palm. Like actually, yeah, he has no so. palm. What do you have? Like lobster claws or something? Yeah, the claws. Yeah, he plays with mittens on. Actually. Yeah. So if anything, it would be a cotton rub on the string. Nah, but I really like that that chunky sound you get out of it, and uh, you know, having that really aggressive yeah, rhythm hand, fat. you know, the the really the tight picking style, you know, like you know, you know, the palmage on the mutage on the stringage. What are some cities you'd like to visit 
to like check out some of the uh, musical styles of uh, fellow musicians. Hmm. Somewhere Definitely in Ethiopia. New York soon, hopefully. Ethiopia. Even, we're so close. It's we not a city. Yet we have yet to play a we show. Have, in we've New never York. played in New York, you know. It's hmm. Crazy, but I really want to because I know a lot of the guys in the New York scene, and there's a really like nice scene going on there. W-M-S-D. It'd be nice to play in like San Francisco. Yeah, it'd be nice to well, get out to the West well, Coast. Screw them. You know, San Francisco Bay Area. They have yeah. the best, the best like metal scene in America mm. for sure. What about Portland? Because it's just, I know of some amazing black metal things that go on there. And I have to imagine, too, the black thrash scene there is very strong. That'd be pretty cool. Mm. I'm going to check that out. Somebody says, why are they going to listen to a Demolition Hammer band when there's already Demolition Hammer? Um, what? What happened? They said, why would they listen to another Demolition Hammer sounding band when there already is a Demolition Hammer? Pretty much, that's the gist of it. Well... I don't think our album sounds a lot like Demolition yeah, Hammer. Yeah, I don't think day, it, it's exact form of Defolition ah, Hammer. No, Def- no. Defecation De- Hammer. Defecation Schmammer. No, nah, but, um, and even if we did sound exactly like Demolition Hammer, you know, it's not like Demolition Hammer's around right now. It's not like stuff it's an anyway. insult as well. So yeah. <laughs> I kind of would take that as a compliment. Yeah. But, um, you know, we definitely, like, on the album don't sound just like Demolition Hammer. I don't even yeah. think the demo sounded that much like Demolition yeah, Hammer. Yeah, I, I think it should have sounded more like Demolition Hammer. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, what about the rumor that you guys are actually Demolition Hammer in disguise? You know, I don't believe there's ever been Condition Critical and Demolition Hammer in the same place at the same you're, time. You're What's up with right. that? You're right. You're right. Actually, mm-hmm. Vinny Days never died. It's actually our drummer is Vinny Days. Ryan, he oh, is yeah. Vinny Days. And, um... He just kind of quit, you know, like went his own way. Then later decided, you know, I want to play some Death Thrash again. That's why we have Condition Critical, you know. And uh, that's pretty much what happened. We got back together, you know, but we don't play our old stuff anymore, except for Forty Four that one time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when are you gonna play Forty Four again? Never. I don't know. Actually, I don't know. <laughs> Ask Alonzo. I don't even know. What are some shows that you guys need to plug? And please point the lineups out. We'd honestly like to plug up anything our thumbs could fit in by now <laughs> so any any big gaping shows that are coming around that need a good <laughs> thumb plugged in there i'm Def- sure we the could fit right in definitely the morbid saint one yeah yeah the one we've been talking about this whole time <laughs> the one we've been talking about for like <laughs> all two night hours. now sam now nick this will be like your third Ned. or fourth time going to the maryland death fest right next year 34th no third or fourth oh yeah it'll be my fourth I see. Third for me. Now, yeah. Are you going for all four days? Yes. Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. That's four of them. But I didn't get the soundstage tickets, though, because they sold out, like, immediately. So uh, not going to be seeing all those punk bands on the side yeah. stage. So no weekend nachos for me. No weekend nachos for me. Next year. At, at Maryland Death Fest? Yeah. Bolt Thrower and Venom, definitely. You know, Bolt Thrower, I... They played the year before the first year I went, so that was cool. They played two sets, and I heard they're going to play two sets this year, which would be awesome. But, uh, you know, Venom would be great to see. You know, I've obviously never seen them. They're legendary. And Benediction's playing, too, so that's... Mm. So there are a lot of really cool bands playing, but uh, Carcass would be cool to see, too. Oh, you know, they're, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Manila Road. Carla. Manila Road. I would never expect to actually see them live. How do you feel that Bolt Throw is playing two sets? I Do think you think that's fair, or that's awesome, and people should just shut up because they're stupid? Well, I think people are complaining if they don't play two sets because they're playing Thursday, well. and Thursday sold out, and everyone wants to see Bolt Thrower. And definitely Bolt Thrower. And I mean, Exodus is playing, and we've seen them like a billion times anyway, but that, that's always mm. cool. It's always cool to see yeah. Exodus. You know, and, uh, Down is playing, too? Yeah, Down, Down playing. They just toured Hello? like 50 times, though. How can they... Book one band to play two sets on different days. Well, because Bolt Thrower was playing on Thursday, and the Thursday tickets sold out within three days, and everyone really wanted to see Bolt Thrower, so they were all, like, sending emails to Ryan and Evan, the guys at Book MDF, complaining, like, why would you put them on a Thursday? You guys suck. I hope you die. So they were just like, fine, we'll get Bolt Thrower to play two sets to please everybody. And, I mean, I'm not complaining because I like Bolt Thrower, so that's cool. What do you think they would have done had people not done that? What do you um, think they could have booked instead of that? They probably they wouldn't have booked another band. I know mm. that. It's maybe it'll take ten minutes Hello? off of some other bands. WMSC set. condition critical. It's definitely not a cop Jake out. Jake from Belmar. 
<laughs> um, <laughs> Which made-up person question? is this? <laughs> it's the same person. <laughs> I bet just one person's been calling us this whole time. Jake and Jamal, huh? Okay, what what are you guys bringing to the table that hasn't been done before? How are you guys ori- in an original band that's bringing something new to the East Coast metal scene? To the East Coast metal scene? Yeah. Um, I can't really name any other band that's like thrash and has an aggressive sound like this. All the other thrash bands, like I said earlier, have been doing kind of imitating the Bay Area style and maybe like the in-between yeah, the speed metal sound. and thrash, you know, like it's... Try to go yeah, something a little heavier. Yeah, little definitely. Crazier. I mean, a lot of the local thrash bands I've noticed definitely don't... They're not very aggressive. And then the, a lot of the death metal bands I've noticed around here, you know, they're aggressive, but they don't have like very powerful riffage. It just kind of, you know, blurs together. But like... And I'm not saying there aren't kick-ass bands around here because there definitely are. But, um... Yeah. You know, we have like an aggressive sound and we try to keep it fresh with not crappy riffs yeah man that's important not to put crappy riffs into your music and we we have a lot of like on on the album we, <laughs> we change it up a lot like with the the tempo changes and stuff like we don't just keep it like at one fast thrash beat the whole time you know we have we like yeah, we like groove we have some really not groove like as in like machine head or pantera but no, more no, like no. like when it slows Technical down you know like like Exhorter kind of yeah. stuff, you know, like the really heavy, slower WMSC, stuff. WMSC, Condition Critical. And the crazy fast stuff. Lethal Strike on the line. Oh, nice. Nice. I haven't, I haven't talked they to them in a while. Demo? Okay, tell me, what songs of Condition Critical are they ripping off? <laughs> Wait. Oh, he hung up. I don't think that was Lethal Strike. I don't know, was but that? I recognize that guy's voice. He, he, he called at least two or three times before. Yeah, no, nah, that's definitely not Lethal Strike. <laughs> Whatever happened to those guys, man? Yeah, they were really we, tight. We played with them. Dude, at, uh, Metal Archives knows. Yeah. Yeah, it does, I guess. Mm-hmm. I mean, they just... Uh, we played with them at uh, your first show with us. Yeah. At... Um, Kearney. Uh, what was it? The Irish? The Irish, yeah. Yeah. Lethal Strike. I played with them in another band, too. They, they've they got, like, a reputation that wasn't so good about, like, with, with booking agents, I guess. They pissed some people off, so... They don't get as many shows anymore. Yeah. But I always thought they sounded pretty good. I never listened to their demo though, so or yeah. actually not a recording I've of just, it, so I don't know I don't know if we ripped it off. I just seen it us play with them, so yeah. on our equipment. Yeah. That was probably the guy from uh from Legionary or something calling. Yeah. I think he hates Alonzo, right? I don't Jamal? No. Nah. No, that was <laughs> Jake. Yo, is that I don't think he said his real name. name? Jamal? What? Jamal? Or is that a I don't know. Name? I have no idea. I know like one person named Jamal, but he's not a metalhead. Hmm. That's for sure. I have no idea. I don't know a Jamal. But he really hurt my feelings with that the, the demolition hammer comment. Really, really hurt my feelings. It really hurt. You guys are gonna quit now, right? Yeah. Yeah. Just gonna scrap those recordings that you did in Florida and tell Ed Repka, you know, you don't need to do that album art. God darn it, Ed. I don't want like, it anymore. Be like, hey, look, I know we're just a thrash band. We're not like technical death metal or nothing, so I guess that means we're generic. Yeah. So I guess we should just stop playing. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, that's brutal, man. But I guess all of our stuff is ripped off of other Jersey bands, I guess. <sighs> Yo, do you feel like at this point people are kind of like being inspired by your music like who it'll be cool yeah that'd be cool like i mean some of the newer bands because i mean you're starting maybe locally yeah like because actually i've had a couple of people tell me like riffage wise like some from some bands like but they're like people i'm friends with kind of you yeah. know what i mean not really like yeah. i've never gotten a band from like california say dude condition critical inspired me but i'm, yeah. I'm pretty sure like like cerebral decay's drummer said that he really likes the demo and stuff i think uh like influences drumming style a little bit, but I haven't really heard him play in a couple months. So, some schmuck but, uh, gave our uh, yeah. our demo at three percent on Metal Archives or something, <laughs> and it brought our entire. It brought our percentage review yeah. scores down. When the album comes out, I hope you all make troll accounts and rate it one out of a hundred. <laughs> I know I will. You're on five percent. Yawn. What's it say? 
Okay, this is um, a review from some haters on Metal Archives. So haters. I decided there's to only, go on there's one. There's one hater. A, le a local metal binge lately. Only I live in New reviews. Jersey. Ha ha. And the metal scene here is not exactly what you'd call good. I came across these young thrashers the other day. Someone mentioned the name to me as a band. I should definitely check out if you love thrash. I love thrash, but this band apparently loves it way too much. These guys worship their influences a little too hard. Those influences are quite obviously Demolition Hammer and Slayer. Being nicknamed Demolition Hammer Jr. makes the kind of makes that kind of a dead giveaway. Definitely not a bad thing, but when you're pretty much directly ripping them off in almost every way it is, they even directly rip off a riff from Demolition Hammer's Aborticide on track four, Time Wave Zero. Now tell me about this riff you ripped off on Time Wave Zero. What was up with that? I don't know, man. Aborticide's one of my favorite Demolition Hammer songs. Yeah. But, but that was before I joined the band, so I can't say I ripped them off yet. But um, I'm, I'm almost positive that wasn't that was someone we know. I'm 100% sure. <laughs> the only opinion, May 1st, 2012. Scroll down a couple of reviews. <laughs> oh, look at that. Look at that other one. It's not the same rib. It sounds exactly similar. I remember saying that to you, and then I was. <laughs> then the no, person it's not the same riff. It, it's totally different on guitar, yeah, but yeah. the way the drums pick up during the riff is similar. Like the way everything comes in. <laughs> but then again, they are one of our influences, so. Mm -hmm. It's like they say, just as Bill Cosby used to say, that there's always room for J-E-L-L-O. Those Jell-O pudding pops were awesome, too. Are you reading this off the screen? Yes. From where? Metal Archives. No, where, where does it say that? Look. Oh, man. Just as Bill Cosby used to say. Yeah, these are um, quotes from Metal Archives uh, reviewers. Oh, that guy's saying that something about Jell-O. But actually, it was 83%, so I mean... It was a decent interview. The one all the way down at the bottom at 100%. So what you're saying is you want more people to give scores under 10 for your album? No, not... That guy is one... No, no, no. I'm just saying when the album comes out, if it's not a one, it's not done. It's a new catch rate. You got to rate it a 1% on Metal Archives. Yeah, we hope to get at least like, even a half a point or maybe just one. Whatever works out. Yeah, two Don't is too hurt. high. Two is too high. Yo, you ever think of just making, like, troll accounts and just rating your own albums bad? Actually, I'm the one that made that review that gave us a 6%. Like, make a fake account just to diss on your band? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> of I do that. Yo, like, so many reviews, though, on Metal Archives of, like, The Great Cat are just like, damn, you know, what's up with that? I don't know, man. I don't even know what you just said. Hello, Domino's Pizza. <laughs> No, I answer it. I want to hear what they have to say. <laughs> I no, I mean, these said. people call and then they hang up. Sam doesn't know. I like the trolls. <laughs> I like them. <laughs> oh, there's another one. I wish we Hello? sounded more like Demolition Hammer. What's up? <laughs> Out of who and who? <laughs> who would win a fight and who would go down first in your band? Oh. If it was a four-way melee? Well, Alonzo would definitely go down first. <laughs> that's for sure. <laughs> okay, now... Who would go down next? I don't know, man. I don't know. Sam and Ryan are little little feisty guys. They, <laughs> they're quick and greasy, but... <laughs> Mike's like a friggin' bodybuilder, though, so he'd probably kill everyone. <laughs> yeah, you don't. aren't you an Olympic weightlifter? <laughs> we got Space Jam over here. He'll crush our heads with one friggin' hand. Definitely, uh... Definitely, like, right away, very first thing, uh... Ryan would light Alonzo's hair on fire, and then I'd kick him in the nuts, and then Alonzo would probably just... And then some, for some reason, we'd all, like, take a steamy dump on Alonzo. <laughs> and then fight each other after. Oh, dude. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Nah, I'm kidding. Alonzo would still be laying in bed, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He wouldn't mind, like, a <laughs> He would lose immediately, because he'd <laughs> still be... He'd be sitting <laughs> he'd on the be couch. Asleep and we shit on him, and he just, like, <laughs> rolls over like nothing happened. <laughs> Watching oh. women's soccer. <laughs> What's his favorite uh, women's soccer teams? USA. Uh, wow. Yeah. Awesome. I don't know. I'm just messing with you. Oh man. I wish we were, he were here right now. Yeah. I, I miss you, Alonzo. Yeah. I miss you. Nah. He hasn't come out of the cave in months. I know. I haven't seen him since we before we went to Florida. Yo, what was up with like <laughs> I didn't even see him while yeah. we were recording the album. What what happened with like those two shows that 
you wanted to play with bonded in PA that you had to drop. <laughs> You're just trying to make us talk crap on Alonzo, because no, because he got it. He he was in the hospital yeah. for the day of the second yeah. one, so we couldn't play mm. that one. He was a pa he was passing a kidney stone the size of a small gourd. <laughs> nah, I, I think no. he, he had a hernia had or a hernia. something. He had a hernia, you know, because. Mike, I think you should. You're the one to tell it best about the Beatles. It was a, uh, it was a warm fall morning when Alonzo had woken up and realized there was a somewhat feeling of a, a walnut in his waist, <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, "Adios mio, esta rosita hernia e cuerpo vitita, roto shave." Tell the rest. Tell the rest. Yeah. So you know, Beatles can lift up to ten times their own weight. And he works at the hers factory, so he winded up lifting like forty bag, forty boxes filled to the brim with chips. And I can't do that because I'm not a beetle. But like, no, really though. In all, in all honesty, the first the first show we played that well, the only one we played with Bonded by Blood in Secaucus at the Blue Room, it was it was there wasn't a huge crowd there. You know, it was, yeah. it was on a Thursday night. It was it was pretty cool though because we got to see some people we haven't seen in a while since the Meat Locker days. You know, some yeah. of the guys from the North Jersey scene. Yeah. You know, like, it was really cool seeing them again and uh, thrashing with them. And the, <laughs> the bands that played were pretty energetic. Thrashing with them. But, you know, the, the next day we had to cancel that show for due to unforeseen circumstances. Wow, that really blows dogs for quarters. Yeah. yeah it, it sucks ass through a straw. <laughs> <laughs> that hurts. Come up with yeah. another euphemism. <laughs> no. Um... Nickel yeah, like, um, let me tell Haven't you Haven't seen this. that in about the length Nathaniel, of 12 please. raccoon teeth. WMSC? <laughs> no offense, Jack, but that just sounds like an alcoholic. What did he say? <laughs> did he say anything? Yeah. Or maybe? Maybe it's Keith Carney. Yeah. Pretty sure at least right. a couple of them have been. Now, dude. Beef Barley. <laughs> beef Barley. <laughs> beef Barley. Beef How Barney. How important do you feel like <laughs> promoting stuff like on Facebook and like forums and stuff on the internet? Is or do you feel like it's just a bunch of idiots? It is what a bunch of question? idiots, but you still gotta you still gotta do it, you know, because there <laughs> are some people that aren't idiots in the crowd there. Yeah. What was the yeah. question again? Something about promoting. I don't know, man. I just promoting heard through Facebook and forums. I use the internet. It works. I think it works. I mean, it is pretty important because you know people that are actually following that stuff, you know, they'll see it like, and be like, oh look, condition critical playing a show with more respect. <laughs> But, like, at that show uh, with Morbid Saint in Philly, what is that bar like? What, O'Reilly's? Yeah. What, the, one it, we, the one we're going to play with them at? All right, yeah. so by day, it looks like a nice place to sit down and have a meal. But then, you know, when, when the shows, like, come on, they move all the, like, the, all the, the stuff, and then it looks like an yeah. actual place to have a show. Yeah. It's, it's pretty cool. It's a nice yeah. little cozy little spot. I think yeah. Keith was saying he wanted to have, like, a stage made for that, and, like, a nice, like... A better stage so we can get some stage diving going on which was crazy at the barbary show last yeah. year there was a lot of stage diving i participated in that myself and how big was the heights of stage diving what do you mean heights like how big did people jump about, <coughs> about 600 kilometers i don't know you jump off the stage it's like jump off i jumped off a monitor that night uh, one time i jumped off the stage with this other guy from philly also at the same time in a mm. you know the crowd couldn't hold us and hurt the sh I hurt my tailbone and then kept moshing because I'm not a little bitch. Yeah. Yeah. Or maybe I am, but I don't think so. That night I wasn't for sure. What uh, was it like the first night you were playing with Condition Critical <coughs> at a uh, show? Who, me? Yeah. The first night was at the Irish and Kearney, and that was, was a... a Oh man, yeah, it was yeah, that was with Midnight Hellion. That was Midnight Hellion's first show. What? And yeah, remember that with Regalia, oh, Regalia. <laughs> oh man, we played with this band Regalia, and they were they were interesting. Yeah. The singer had like red biker shorts on. They were like short shorts. It looked like underwear. Yeah. Not knocking them though. It was just kind of funny. Yeah. But uh, it it was cool, you know, playing playing the songs and stuff. I mean, it's like uh, I love playing with Condition Critical. You know, it's always energetic on stage and. Always real, uh, fun time. Yeah, it's important when it's real. Yeah, it's a it's a real good time. And uh, 
You know, I always try try my hardest to go crazy on stage. You know, because I hate when bands just get up there and stand there and play yeah. like a bunch of jackasses. You know, like, like I, I'm pretty sure we all move, move around. Neck the next day, you yeah, know you did good. So yeah, yeah, or I you, sold my <laughs> neck. Did you use um very different people on the EP versus the uh, Florida album? What do you mean by people? Like, you mean recording it or yes. the, the actual band members or the no, studio? no, recording it. Oh yeah, we went to completely different studios because uh. Hello? With the, with the album, we went to Florida. What's going on? Another phone call? Cool. Oh, definitely Thrash Hole, man. <laughs> what did he say? Who would win in the Battle of the Bands, Condition Critical or Thrash Hole? I think we're going to have to find out. Yeah. Okay, okay. Is Thrash Hole challenging us to a thrash off okay, in it- the hole? Who's the most metal member of the band? Who's the most metal member of the band? Who, ask who they think is the most metal yeah. member of the band. Who do you think is the most metal member of the band? No, no, that was a serious question. No, I, honestly... They hung well, up? Yeah, like these people Aww. call for like 20 seconds and then they hang up. I think the most metal member of the band has got to be... Gotta be Sean Scarano. Sean... Spe- Sean... Nah. Sp- Speedball Scaran. Nah, he's not metal enough. <laughs> <laughs> but who's the most metal member of the band in the room? Let's have a metal off, Mike. Demolition Hammer versus Rigor Mortis. My mustache versus your cankles. <laughs> Who wins? I don't know. The stash is going to cover the cank. stash might win. The cank. And on that note, hook me up with some station IDs. Uh, okay. Yo, explain you want, to you Mike want... how they work. Mike, see this on this paper? You got to say this is so-and-so. Don't even say your name. Just say so-and-so. <laughs> and you were listening to WMSC. Like... This is so-and-so, <laughs> and you are listening to WMSC. This is Sam Agnew, guitarist from Condition Critical, and you're listening to WMSC. 90.3. 90.3. Do you want me to do the one other one, too? Yeah. This is Sam Agnew from Condition Critical, and you are listening to Japan Nick's Rock and Metal Pandemonium. Bonus track on your album, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It really is. Damn. Maybe I'll even lend this uh, recording tonight. But anyways. The live version. That wasn't bad. (laughs) We were out of key. Maybe sometime. Now, final words before we go off the air. What do you say? What do you say, Nick? How do you Um, feel, Nick? (laughs) <laughs> the Jamaican me crazy beef jerky is the best. That's what yeah. I say. Yeah. And I donuts think, rule. Man. man. When I get out of here, man. What about you, Sam? New Pie football rules. Woo! Don't you mean San Dimas? No. San Dimas high school football rules. Sandy Anus football? No, no, Sandemus. Oh, uh. No, Nib High. Nib High. Yo, dude, that's crazy that, like, Rutgers football doesn't suck. Yeah. Yeah, Dude, I uh, remember the days 
when Rutgers football sucked. It's not the same now that like they win games and stuff now. Yeah, I haven't been to a single game this semester, but you know, I hear good things. If you saw it on TV, it must be true. Nibai. Ribeyes at Nibai. Well. Is that all? Here's a nice piece. (laughs) Anything else? You're all gonna die! Die! Thank you. You'll understand that joke. WMSC now concludes its broadcasting day. WMSC is owned and operated by the students of Montclair State University and is licensed to operate on channel 212 with an effective radiated power of 0.86 watts. Our transmitter is located at the New Jersey Public Broadcasting Facility in the borough of Little Falls, New Jersey. The staff and management at WMSC wishes you a very good night.